Hi guys, my name is Maddie. Welcome or welcome back to the Musician Diaries. I hope you guys are all having a happy Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day it is for you so far. And if you're tuning in in like the early morning, which is usually when these episodes go out, hi, good morning, how are you? Um, so today, if you couldn't already tell by clicking on this episode, I'm going to be talking about over-practicing. Really quickly, I'm just going to go over my trumpet and playing experience just for those of you who might be new. So I've been playing the trumpet since I was in like grade five, grade six-ish, because that's typically when we start in my region. And so I'm in grade 12 now, and it was only really last year or the year before that I decided that no matter what, I want to go into music. So it was only then I started getting really serious about practicing. Like music was always my passion, but for the longest time, I wanted to be a school principal. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to teacher's college, I'm going to teach and that's it. Then I'll become a principal and, you know, run my own school or something. Needless to say, that's not very realistic. Um, yeah, so I'm going into music. This year especially, I've gotten a lot more serious about practicing. I have a routine down and those of you who've tuned into my other episodes, you know I have a practice count and so there I track my progress and stuff like that. And so typically I try to practice like an hour, two hours a day and honestly sometimes I just lose track of time and that's low-key kind of nice because like I can start playing in the afternoon so like two o'clock and without knowing it practice until it's eight o'clock and that's just the best feeling in the world sometimes because this is what I want to do right and being able to lose track of time doing something I love and then realizing that is honestly just such an amazing feeling. Often when I overpractice and just when people overpractice in general, a lot of the time it's when auditions are coming up and a bunch of people, you know, going for the same job are practicing consistently, overpracticing, practicing for like six hours a day or even on like the high school level when recording auditions for state band or regional band or even just recording pieces for school right now because at least for me that's how they're doing tests because of this whole COVID thing. So what we'll do is our teachers will assign so many bars and what we'll have to do is we'll have to record it, send it in, and then they'll mark it. But even for that, because you have the opportunity to get it perfect. Everyone tries to get perfect and that just takes so freaking long. Like a two minute recording can literally take like three hours. I know when I was recording Charlie one for a school thing, I was recording for five hours before I got a take I was kind of happy with. And that take wasn't perfect, but it was good enough for what I needed to do for school. And my teacher even commented, because she's a trumpet player, I don't think I could do any better because it's such a technically challenging piece. And then also, like, so as I said, you want to keep playing until it's perfect. But even in regards to, like, things where it's not recorded, whether it be competitions or recitals, at least for me, I am so scared of screwing up that I over practice and I just keep the CD or the track on loop 
and as soon as it ends, I go and I play it again. I leave no time for rest in between because I just want it to be perfect and to have that perfect consistency. For example, I have a competition this weekend and honestly, I haven't been practicing as much as I should be just because I have school and I have two huge assignments due this week but I'm planning on practicing tomorrow, which is Friday. Knowing me, I'm going to want to over-practice. Not I'm going to want to over-practice, but <laughs> like there will be that itching in the back of my head saying you haven't practiced enough. And honestly, that's the worst thing because it's like, you know you've practiced as much as you can, but even then, like there's always that 1% chance you're gonna mess it up. And especially with competitions and especially with things that are really high stakes, that's just so stressful. It's like, you wanna take that 1% margin and make it 0.0000000001%. And that is literally impossible. It's just so hard to accept that. Um, but also like over the years, like especially as I've been practicing more, there's been a lot of negative side effects I've found that just occur when I over practice. So for example, repetitive strain injury in carpal tunnel. Fortunately, I haven't had carpal tunnel, but I have had repetitive strain injuries, whether I'm holding my trumpet a certain way and it's just not a good way to hold it or I was practicing for eight hours of one day and just because of that, the strain of holding the trumpet and my hand being in that position for so long just caused it to hurt. And even when playing for eight hours a day, like sometimes, I know I do this and I know a bunch of other people do it, is you literally force yourself to play. And that is the most unmotivating thing because like, you know you have to do it, but at the same time, you really don't want to. And so forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do just causes burnout, at least for me. There's this one day I really didn't want to play. I was exhausted and I even just played for two hours. And after that, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I legitimately hated myself for doing it. And honestly, in situations like that, it's honestly best just to take a day off or to take a break until you're in a better mindset. And I know I talked about this in some of the other episodes, but there's also depression and everything too that so many people are dealing with. And especially like if you're not feeling like you want to play and you have depression or something along the lines of that, a, your life is already hard enough as it is, so kudos to you for, you know, getting out of bed this morning if you did, and even if you didn't, well, thank you for being you, and you're still awesome, and I love you so much, just know that. But like, there's so much more outside of just playing the piece that goes into how we play, as I said, depression school stress, everything. Like there's so many factors. So if you need a day off, take a day off. Nothing bad is going to happen, I promise you. And also in regards to like negative side effects from over practicing, <laughs> I've noticed this is that sometimes I will play for four hours because I'm having a great practice day, but because I over practiced or I overexerted myself, I literally can't play the next day. I might be able to play for half an hour and that's it. And then the day after I'll play for four hours again. And it's just this rotation between good days and bad days. And honestly, 
that's not good because what you want is you want to be able to have good days every day or at least okay days every day. You don't want it fluctuating that drastically. And also kind of related to that, over-practicing, believe it or not, can make your tone inconsistent. I don't know what it is, but I've had it happen with me. It's just sometimes you're so focused on playing for this many hours or playing this piece at this speed that because you're so focused on that one thing, your tone just doesn't sound great. And tone is literally one of the most important things because if you don't have a good tone, it's going to be a lot harder to get into certain ensembles and everything because part of being a good all-around musician is having a good tone. On the other hand, I'm going to talk about some of the positives of over-practicing because I've just been talking about the negatives. And so some of the positives is like of practicing effectively is your stamina and your endurance skyrocket. I've told this story so many times, but when I was in grade 11, I was playing for 10 hours a day because I was in a pit orchestra for my school's musical. And honestly, just my overall musicianship from playing that much became so much better because not only was I playing for so many hours a day, but we were also a smaller ensemble than a usual band. So it was a lot easier to listen to yourself and when there was solos and stuff, it's like you could not mess up. Otherwise, thousands of people would hear you. So, I mean, there's a benefit that way if you want to see it like that. Like, it improves your stamina and endurance. And as I kind of just touched on, if you're working effectively and prioritizing quality practice over quantity practice, you can progress really fast. It's actually crazy. Like, I know I literally just talked about this, but when I was in pit, I was practicing well because we didn't have a lot of time to learn the pieces. We had maybe a month and this was a hard show. Wizard of Oz, not an easy musical to be in the pit for. And I've said this in the past and I'm gonna say it again. The day I started and the day I finished, I was too complete completely different musicians. Like when I went in, yes, I was like excited, but also at the same time, I didn't know how hard it would be. But then coming out, having been able to learn all of that material in such a short time and actually perform a whole musical, it was just crazy. Like my stamina, endurance increased, my range increased, my musicality, just everything. So, I mean, if you don't want to over-practice, but you still want to practice, a couple things you can do is you could sing it in your head. So whether you're listening to the accompaniment or whether you just hum your part in your head or heck, even out loud, and you can do that with or without a metronome because sometimes just being able to, you know, sing the notes actually helps because you can figure out where you might be thinking the pitch is, whether you're too sharp or too flat or heck, even hitting a wrong note. And so even doing that with a piano, you can just figure it out a lot easier. Or on the other hand, if you're like, no, I don't like singing, what you can do, and I do this all the time, is you can lay down on your bed or heck, even on the ground and just put your earbuds in or turn a speaker on and just listen to the recordings of the music and whether you're just absentmindedly laying there and having it playing in the background or even like actually paying attention as to when the musicians breathe, take a pause, add in dynamics that aren't actually written because 
musicality. Either way, you're still kind of practicing in a sense. And so honestly, my number one recommendation is figure out a practice schedule that works for you. That's literally one of the most important things. So whether you're only able to practice half an hour a day or half an hour once in the morning and half an hour once in the evening, you figure out what works for you. So typically for me anyway, I prefer to practice in the evening for a couple of hours. So typically I'll practice from around seven to nine-ish, depending on the day. Sometimes I'll start a little earlier, sometimes I'll start later, I might end earlier and later. It all depends on how I'm feeling. Another thing I do, which helps so much, is you gotta take breaks. So after playing for like half an hour, just put your instrument down and take a five minute break. Do not touch your music, do not touch your instrument, just take a five minute like mental break. Because not gonna lie, it's actually a lot more mentally tolling than a lot of people care to admit. And also, please just know that it is okay to have days off or off days. If that happens, just listen to your body and don't push yourself too hard. There's nothing worse than having an off day and pushing yourself when you know you can't. And so what I use, and I know a bunch of other people who use this, is it's called the 2080 trick. So typically your instrument is on your face for like 80% of the time you're playing and stuff, and then you're either taking a break or listening to the soundtrack if it's a musical or a recording for 20% of the time. And that's also just to give your mind a break and your face a break because especially with trumpet if I play for too long oh my gosh like I can't play and so as I mentioned earlier the quality of your practice is always better than the quantity I know people who practice for six hours and then I also know people who practice for maybe one and they're practicing the same things but it's how they practice and honestly, if you really need to play, but either you're mentally or physically exhausted or just really not wanting to play, what I personally love to do is I love to just run through technique because at least for me, it's an easy way to keep myself playing and it still works on some of the fundamentals or if I'm really not in the mood for technique, I do some sight reading, like pull out an easy duet book and make a duet with yourself or pull out a Disney favorites book. Those are the best. And you can just like jam out to Disney songs. Just have a no stress playing day and a no commitment playing day. And honestly, having those once in a while are so good. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I don't really know what else to say. Um, you guys got this? You're amazing. Also, if you made it to the end, thank you so much. And if you haven't already, go check out my Instagram and YouTube. Both are at Madeline Grace Music. If you follow me, that's amazing. If you don't, that's totally fine too. Um, anyway, I hope you guys have a good week. And either way, I hope you have a good night or a good rest of your day. And I will see you guys next week.